when you're ready, get yourself comfortable and let your eyes close. Take a few deep breaths and then let your breathing drift down into a nice, comfortable rhythm. And allow yourself to get in tune with your breathing. And as you breathe, you realise that breathing out is pure relaxation. Each time you breathe out, imagine that word relax drifts through your mind. Relax. Relax. And as that word relax drifts through your mind, allow a wave of relaxation to drift right through your body. Drifting down through your tummy to your legs and feet and toes. Through your arms to your hands and fingers, through your neck, to your head and your mind. As these waves of relaxation drift through your body, you feel yourself getting deeper and deeper, more and more relaxed. I want you to imagine that you're visiting the grounds of a large, stately home. Imagine you're lazing on one of those luxurious, soft garden lounges. It's a glorious day, the sun shining down. And as you're lazing there, you feel the warmth of the sun. And the warmth seems to melt away the tension. And you feel yourself relaxing more and more. In the background, you become aware of the sound of the birds and the gentle breeze and you notice the fragrance of the grass and the blossom and the fresh country air. And all the time you feel yourself getting deeper and deeper more and more relaxed. And soon you find yourself in that lovely state where you're not quite sure whether you're asleep or awake.
very dreamy, very drowsy. Dreamy, drowsy, dreamy, drowsy. And because you are so dreamy, so drowsy, you find yourself wandering thoughtfully through the garden. The first part of the garden is laid out with lovely spring flowers, all sorts of different types, snowdrops, crocuses, daffodils, tulips, all shapes and sizes and colours. And as you admire those flowers, you realise that each year those plants herald the beginning of spring. And they seem to know when to grow, without the use of calendars, calculators or computers. For nature has bestowed those plants with an innate sense of time. And in that part of the garden, you feel a great sense of beginning. Inspired by that sense of beginning, you wander through to the next part of the garden, which is like a typical English cottage garden, with a lovely mown lawn, and the herbaceous border is packed full with a whole range of beautiful plants. Some tall, some short, some grown for their flowers, some for their foliage, some for their fragrance. The plants complementing and contrasting each other, each with its own intrinsic value and each having a right to be there. Nature seems to provide a place for everything. And as you admire the plants, you become aware of a sense of belonging. Wandering away from the cottage garden, you find yourself strolling through an avenue of mature horse chestnut trees in full bloom. You marvel not only at the beauty, but also that somebody, some 60, 80, perhaps even a hundred years ago, should have had the foresight to have planted those trees not only for his own benefit, but for the benefit of those following. Nature gives us the confidence to plan ahead. At the end of the avenue, the grounds open out into less formal grassland, but with some splendid native trees dotted around. Huge oaks, and beaches, 
and you notice that the trees provide a haven for the birds. And as you watch, you realise that those birds could spend all their time in the trees. But if they did, we would never see them flying, swooping, diving. Sometimes we need reminding that to fulfil our potential, we have to leave our haven. As you wander across the meadow, you become aware of the sound of running water. Instinctively, you follow the sound. And you find that the sound is coming from the mill pond. And as you get closer, you notice that the wheel isn't turning. And then you see that a log has become trapped and it's diverting the water away from the wheel. All that energy is wasted. Then, seemingly, just as the thought crosses your mind, that log floats away and the water once more flows over the wheel, harnessing the energy. It seems strange that such a small obstacle could block so much energy and that such a small change of direction could release all the power. As you wander back towards the gardens, you pass the greenhouses and the potting sheds, where the gardeners have their compost heaps and bonfire. And you realise that even in such a lovely garden, there is still a constant need to weed. Life's like that too. We constantly need to weed our minds. And, like the gardener, we don't want to keep the weeds as they are. But, put on the compost heap, they are broken down and can be returned to the soil to enrich it. 
experiences are never wasted. Some weeds are best put onto the bonfire. And even then, the ash can be sprinkled upon the soil to enrich it. And the same thing happens when we weed our minds. Sometimes there are memories which are best destroyed on the bonfire. In a somewhat reflective mood, you stroll back and find yourself in the rose garden. Masses of lovely flowers with a whole range of colours. Red, yellow, orange, white, pink, and an unbelievable fragrance lingers in the air. You marvel at the beautiful sight, and you feel an overwhelming sense of peace. Calm and tranquility. And then you find yourself back lazing dreamily on that lovely lounger, reflecting what nature has provided. That sense of beginning and belonging. A sense of purpose and potential. And a knowledge that we can change direction and learn from our experiences. Let all of nature's wisdom and all those lovely feelings permeate your mind and in a moment when you're ready wake yourself up and be aware of just how good you feel.